So if you are feeling like you don't know anybody or you're feeling like you have all these limiting beliefs as to why you cannot do it, the answer is that's not true. The answer is you need to do some mental work around that, some mindset work around that because you can. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. How's your Friday? Love it, love it, love it. All right. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little tired this morning. I had to take my dog to the ER last night and I didn't get home till about 1.30. So my energy level is just a little bit low. Didn't really uh, go to the gym this morning. Nothing. So here we are. We're going to have a great day even so, but just let you know if my energy is a little low, that is why. Okay. So you're here today because I want to teach you one strategy that we're doing on social right now that is filling my pipeline. And the cool thing about this is, A, it doesn't cost any money. And B, you're filling your pipeline with people who already know you, like you, and trust you. How many of you like the sound of that? I don't know about you, but I'm so sick and tired of chasing leads, right? Like, it's just, it's just like, okay, really? Do we need to be doing this anymore, right? In this day and age, like you're buying ads, like ads are really expensive right now. So you're probably spending more on ads or you're spending less where you're spending the same amount of money and just not getting the type that you want, right? So if you can actually spend a little bit of your energy on prospecting your own database, and I mean your database of people who follow you on social media, if you can spend a little bit of your time doing that, you are going to save some money, make some money, uh, and build better relationships. So... What I want to talk to you about is what I call our, uh, vir our virtual or social open house strategy. Now, I know I've talked a lot about like my open house strategy, like actually how to market, how to do an, um, a stale open house and market an open house. And that is still something that we do. Okay. We're actually, we have one coming up this weekend. We still do that. Um, but this one's it's a little bit different. And um, I don't know if you guys, if you watch my stories, if you've kind of been seeing what we've been doing. But I'm going to show you um, essentially how you can utilize open houses or or listings, whatever. Like I just like open houses for multiple reasons. Um, you can use open houses on the weekends if you don't have any clients or even if you do. And you can start to like draw some attraction to your social channels. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is um, you are going to decide um, uh, what sort of like home do you want to look at? So you're going to go into your MLS and you're going to say, Hey, you know what? I want to look at these homes in this neighborhood this weekend. Okay. You're going to kind of have an idea in mind of what you want to do. Okay. But how it's going to look online is something like this. Now, hold on. This is going to be a Google doc because we actually did not get this put into a presentation. So it is a Google doc. So it's kind of messy, uh, but this is kind of how it looks in my, in my business right now. So sometimes it is this way. Okay. So what I want you to do is every weekend, I want you to find two to three open houses in your area that are priced the same. 
Okay. I want you to um, find homes that have different features that people can see with options for a set price range, right? So you want to find like for us, like a mid-range price is about $650,000 is like a mid-range price for us. So we're going to find three, two or three different open houses that are happening this weekend. And we are going to see some that are updated, some that are not, some that like they're going to have a little bit of different features, right? Because the whole purpose is you want to give people the opportunity to be able to see what is going on in your area. Okay. So you're going to find two to three open houses that are priced about the same, but they've all got something a little bit different about them. And what you're going to do is you're going to start on Thursday and you're going to make a post on your social channels. And it's going to look something like this. Let me see if I can pull mine up right here. And you are going to get your audience and it's going to be either on Facebook or on Instagram or both. I do both. Uh, but you're going to make a post, a story, I should say, not a post. that looks like this. And let me see if I can pull it up here. You're going to make a post like this, a story. Do you like to look at pretty houses? We changed it. So like the, I think we were doing... Um, going to walk open houses this weekend, who wants to join me, right? Do you like to look at pretty houses? Okay. And the trick I want to give you whenever you're doing any poll or anything on Instagram, don't ever make people type an answer. People never don't want to type. They don't want to type. They want to click a button or slide a button. So do, who likes to look at, who wants to go look at open houses virtually with me this weekend, right? Who or do you like pretty, do you like to look at pretty houses? Pretty easy, right? This is a pretty easy post. I'm, can, does everyone know how to do this? Does everyone know how to make a poll or do like a little thing on Instagram? Do you know how to do an engagement story? Okay. Okay. So if we have time, I can kind of show you a little bit of the, like the basics of that in a second, but that's what I want you to do. And you're going to do that on Thursday. So what you're going to do is everyone that's going to like, like everyone's going to, people are going to be like, yes, or they're just going to ignore you. People will very rarely say no, by the way, <laughs> very rarely going to say no. So my options, if I ever do a poll, I never do a no option. Mine's always a yes and a hell yes, right? So it's always like two yes options, right? People are never going to say no. Uh, they're just not going to respond. Like, because people in general are not, they just don't want to hurt your feelings in general. Some, some people do, like you got trolls out there who do, but your own sphere is not going to want to hurt your feelings by saying no. And if they do, they should not be in your sphere. Okay, so so that's the first thing I want you to do. Find two open houses, two to three open houses to walk in your area that are priced the same. Okay, then I want you to go into your CRM and I want you to make a squeeze page linking to each property. If you don't know how to make a squeeze page, I have a video for you on how to do it inside KV Core. I cannot show you any other database. So I can send you a quick video if you wanna know how to do it inside KV Core. But I want you to make a squeeze page for your property, for each property, for three properties. And the thing you have to remember is that sometimes, you know, uh, when you're when you're walk if you're walking an open house, um, uh, you know, and you're gonna share it on social, it's, it's still a good idea to call the listing agent and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna walk you open house this weekend. Is it okay if I repurpose the content to social?" I think Ryan had one person this weekend who's like, "No social media." <laughs> but it was kind of weird, kind of weird. But every agent is always like, yeah, I mean, I, I, as a listing agent, do you guys like people to share your share your homes? Yeah. Like if you don't, then I mean, sorry, this is 2023. So I, we're in the age of social media. So, but everybody, like, I just always like to give them the heads up, you know, because I don't want them to ever think that I'm just trying to steal their content. Right. So I always let them know, Hey, I'm going to walk your open house. Is it cool if I repurpose the content to social and every, every single time they're yes, they say yes. Okay. So 
you with me so far? On Thursday, you're going to make a post and you're just going to ask people if they want to look at pretty houses with you. Okay, then you're going to create a squeeze page for these open houses. You're going to plan. They're going to be all about the same price, a couple of different features inside each one. Okay, they can be different neighborhoods, maybe like maybe you have different subdivisions, like something a little bit different about them. And then you're basically going to get people, you're getting people, those people to opt in. Okay, so when they're hitting yes, they're kind of opting into your list. Now, some of them are going to be agents. I get that all the time. Tons of agents outside of outside of the area. No problem. You can still have conversations with them, right? But you're going to find those people in there that are like, yeah, I actually do. Okay. So then what you're going to do is um, you're going to go on your on the open houses like Saturday or Sunday, and you're actually going to walk the open houses and you're going to write, create stories with them. So you're going to create a story. It should be 30 seconds or less. And you're basically going to take your, aud- your audience on a tour of the homes and ask them which, which one they prefer. So you're going to do that in the polls. You know how to make, do that in the poll? You're going to be like, you're going to say, what's your favorite feature about this house? An idea of what this looks like is in my stories right now. We have a sample. Okay. This is not, the, this is not, we're doing a little bit of a different strategy with this, but you're going to be like, what's your favorite feature of this house? You're going to create a poll. Get your bathroom. Right. Then what you're going to do is uh, at the end of the open houses, you're going to have a couple, you're going to have a story and maybe have two pictures side by side and be like, hey, which one do you like? This one or that one? You're going to have them choose which house they like. What you're doing is you're creating a funnel. You're creating a funnel. You all know what a funnel is, right? Everyone knows what a funnel is, right? Okay. A funnel is a way to collect leads. So the people that are at the top of the funnel, those are the ones who are like, yeah, let's look at pretty houses. Those are the top. Okay. Now, if they've come down with you and they've started to select on each open house that they like the kitchen on this one, they like the bathroom on this one, they're that one step closer in the funnel, right? See what we're doing? Now, what you're going to do is you're going to link on Instagram. It's really easy to link uh, into a, you can link in the story. On Facebook, it's a little bit more challenging. They don't let you do it yet, but you're going to make sure that everyone that has said, Hey, I like this house, you're going to say, Hey, you want to see more? Right. And they're going to say, sure, let's show me pretty pictures. Okay. Who, who has ever heard someone know, say, oh, I, I, I hate looking at pretty houses. Like I've literally never heard anybody say that. I've heard people like maybe not say anything at all, but never, no one's ever been like, no, I never want to look at pretty houses. And even if it's somebody in your sphere and you're just saying, hey, do you want to, do you want to, you want to see more pictures about this house? Usually they're going to say yes to you. Okay. You say yes. Send them the link to your CRM. If it's in Instagram, it's easier because you just link it right there. This is what you guys know what you know how to do that on Instagram? How to link a, a hyperlink into a story, a story. Okay, cool. So um it's a lot easier on Instagram. So I prefer to do this on Instagram just because it's like a few less steps. Cause Facebook, you have to have the CRM like the, the squeeze page like kind of saved and then ready to go. So when someone asks you for more information, you just send it to them right away rather than having to like scroll through and try to find it, right? Have it in your notes on your phone. Create a little a little system for it. So what happens is once you do that, um, they are going to um be basically opting themselves into the types of house that, houses that they want to see. And then that final tour, the final pay, final one, remember I told you, you're going to have a little story of each one as you're walking through. And then you're going to have a third slide, a third story that's kind of having them choose, right? They're going to be choosing which house they like. And they're going to tell you which one they like. And you're going to, you're going to follow up with them. 
This is where you're going to have a conversation with them. And you're going to say, hey, thanks for voting on my poll. What do you love most about this kitchen? What do you love most about this bathroom? What do you love most? Thanks for voting on my poll. Is that easy? I hope, I hope everyone's nodding yes. I can't see. I got to take it off the chair. I'm hoping, I'm hoping everyone's nodding yes. That's really, 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 really easy. How many of you post polls on Instagram and Facebook right now? How many of you actually have conversations with those people who respond to your polls? How many of you actually ask those people that you're having conversations with if they are looking to buy or sell or if they know someone else who is looking to buy or sell? How many of you have ever gotten someone who said, absolutely, I have an aunt moving here from Montana and they don't know what to do. They're shell-shocked at the prices. Happens. You guys, it just happened the other day. I did this. I did a, 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 one of my strategies, one of my social, my story strategies. And she said, yeah, the price on this house is crazy. My aunt's trying to move here from Montana and she is shell-shocked at the prices. I'm like, well, yeah, you're moving from Montana to Seattle. <laughs> like you can find a beater on the water for $1.5 million out here. You know, in Montana, you can find something on the water for like 500000 so yeah, it's a bit, a bit different in prices, a bit different. But you guys, it's really easy. That was a really, really easy conversation. It's like, oh, she is one of the looking to move. Easy, right? I didn't even ask. I was just like, can you believe the price on this house? She's like, yeah, look at that. Oh, when is you not looking to move? Oh, we don't really know. It's going to happen anytime. Cool. What have they looked at so far? Oh, and then she sent me three links to homes they've actually looked at so far. Oh, do you need to know more about those homes? Actually, yeah, we do. Okay. So if you're right, so the reason I like this strategy so much is because you're doing a you're doing multiple different things. Okay. A, you're prospecting. Do you guys when you're when you're looking at your prospect, how many of you have like blocks set aside for prospecting right now? And you're prospecting. Wait, wait. Did really only two people raise their hand that you actually have prospecting blocks set aside? Okay. So maybe we should have a train. Maybe we should have a, a call about <laughs> prospecting. Like prospecting doesn't go away, you guys. We're in the business of prospecting. Like you are, you should always be prospecting. Now, what you got to do is you got to change your mindset about how you're prospecting and who you're prospecting. Like if you don't like prospecting, you don't like to make money. I'm just gonna put that out there because really, the only way you make money in this business is by prospecting. But I do most of my prospecting on social media. Most of my prospecting is social media. The, if I'm doing prospecting on the phone, it's because I've connected with someone on social media. It just happened yesterday. I'm actually share a little, share a little conversation with you. Um, hold on. I, mean, I don't know how to make it. How do you make a conversation bigger on on like on Facebook Messenger on your computer? I don't know. It's gonna be tiny. I think you guys are gonna say, okay. I'll just put it up. You guys can see it. Whatever. Um, so this is a conversation that just happened yesterday. Uh, you know, how's it good? I mean, how's it going? Just literally prospecting on social. I haven't talked to her in years. I don't know the last time I even talked to her. I was like, she's just texted me randomly out of the blue at like 1130 at night. I don't know what she wants. Didn't really know. I thought I was concerned. Everything was okay. Um, but anyway, so 
So here we go. This entire conversation, prospecting, prospecting, prospecting. We have a one and a half million dollar budget. This is what they've looked at. She's really picky. uh, I had her talking to another friend of mine who works for Redfin. She doesn't love her. Blah, 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 blah. I'm afraid that if she doesn't buy now, she's going to go down a bidding war situation. Cool. Do you want me to talk to her? I absolutely think you should. Here's her phone number. So my prospecting is social media. You guys, I will never, ever, ever stop being on social media. It is. I am not the one. I am not the one who's going to do a holiday hiatus. You guys know those people who do like a holiday hiatus from social? That is definitely never going to be me. I will never do that. I also will never be ashamed to put anything of my personal life that I want to share with everyone on social media. Because my prospecting is on social. I'm just doing it in a different way. And Isabel's asking, do I mention the address of the house on social on the video? No, I do not. Nope. You want more information? Cool. Right? So I don't give the address. I might say what city we're in. I might say what neighborhood we're in. Sometimes I'll do some little things like, hey, what, how do you think the price is on this? The point of doing the open houses is to um, have, to be able to start conversations. Right? Um, so Alex just said, people want to work with people they like, not just real estate agents. Correct. Which is part of the reason that I'm always on social. I will never stop being on social because I've got, I have closed the majority of my business from social. And I'm talking social that I haven't even spent money on. Yes. I buy ad. Yes. I buy. Yes. I do Facebook ads. Yes. I do Google ads. I do that stuff. Right. I don't like that. It's not my favorite. Right. I definitely, but there's definitely a need to have multiple types of lead generation coming in. Right. But 65, ugh, it might be closer to 70% of my business now is 100%, I should say 100% organic social from Instagram and Facebook. So I, I know there's a ton of people who do it. I talked to someone yesterday in my in my uh, um, market. She's all TikTok. She's all over TikTok. And she said she closes the majority of her business from TikTok. Okay. She doesn't pay for it. Not TikTok ads, just content, just being real, being you. So you guys, prospecting on social is the name of the game. Okay. I'm giving this one strategy that I gave you today is going to help you a lot. If you have not done it, I highly encourage you to do it. Pick a channel, pick an Instagram or Facebook, whichever channel you're more comfortable with. I personally prefer Instagram. So I talk a lot about Instagram. Okay. But the only reason I prefer Instagram is more because it's something newer that I've been focusing on. I built my business with Facebook, Facebook, which everyone's saying, Facebook isn't a thing anymore. There's no point to be on Facebook. BS, total BS. I 100% built my business on Facebook. My business still comes from Facebook and Instagram now. And that's no money. That doesn't mean obviously I I pay overhead. Like I have people who help me get my content out, but I'm talking about like no money on ads. Um, Jackie. So, um, I've, you know, I'm usually here on Fridays and I've watched your story stuff, but do you have a special um, Facebook page that's your stories or is it just on both your personal and your um, business page? Um, It is on my uh, Facebook personal and business. So we'll share it to Instagram and Instagram's connected to Facebook. Okay. So those stories all share the same. And then we just, and then Milu will just create a separate story for uh, my Facebook personal page. (laughs) Sean said, bless you, Milu. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously you've been on this call before. You know who she is. (laughs) I am, I am, I am. I'm here. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, I thought he said bless you because she does my content. Yeah. See, I'm going to take it both ways, Sean. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so, so it goes on both my Facebook, uh, Facebook personal and Facebook business. But you guys, the thing is the reason why, because Facebook personal is where the majority of my business comes from. Really, the only reason I have a Facebook business page is because I run ads from it and I want to look like a legit business. I'm going to be real with you. Like we watch, we watch engagements on my, my Facebook page and it kind of goes up and down, right? But I mean, yeah, Facebook is important to keep the, the, the thing up. But I want people on my Facebook personal page. Because, you know, even though I post the same content, the same content goes on both Facebook business and Facebook personal. It's the exact same content. It's just a little bit of a different form because most of the consumers don't understand, right? They don't understand that, hey, this is me personally. They think it's, oh, Linnea Carver Mac, that's her personal page. Linnea Carver Home Team, that's her business page, right? It's just, you know, it's a little bit different. They don't understand, even though it's the same content on all channels. Uh, Adrian. You just answered my question. I was going to ask you uh, if you posted the same thing on your personal and your professional, maybe you just tweak it then. Yeah, we'll tweak it. Um, you know, Facebook business and Facebook personal, we don't tweak too much. I mean, sometimes I'll do like, sometimes I'll, I'll create something that's like kind of organic for Facebook personal uh, and then we'll just repurpose that content. But most of the time it's content being repurposed to Facebook personal. So it's been something that's been included into my Instagram strategy. And then it's been, it's had at some point been repurposed into Facebook personal. Okay. But it's typically the same thing. The only time I really change the content style is if I'm going to a platform like LinkedIn or even TikTok, sometimes we'll change a content style. Okay. Jackie. So this poll, do you put this on personal and yep. business? Yep. Okay. I get way more I get way more response on personal. Way more response on personal. Yeah. The reason why you want to do it on business is because uh like it helps keep up your engagement on your page. And Meta, Meta, I mean Meta is a monopoly. Okay, let's be real. I own Facebook and Instagram. It's like the two most most prominent platforms except for TikTok right now. But um the only reason why you want to like make sure you do this stuff on your business page, obviously so you can run ads from it, but you want it, you do want to keep engagement up, right? You do want to keep it is an algorithm. The more engagement that you have on your page, the more Facebook's gonna show your content to other people. So, and then that's the same with your that's the same with your personal page as well. So you really want to keep engagement up. And that's why this, the prospecting through your stories is really important. The other thing I should really know a little bit about is actually the, 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 the funnel, the sales funnel of, of social media, of like the content types, like what is considered top of the funnel versus what is considered the bottom of the funnel, reach content versus actually conversion content. There's all of that within social. So what I just told you was um, content to actually convert people who already know, like, and trust you. Didn't tell you anything about how to get them to know, like, and trust you if they're a stranger. But these are people who already know, like, and trust you. And the other thing is, um, you know, a lot of times I do I do get a lot of agents who comment. I still love the agent comments. I still love them. Because you guys, if, you're, if you are in, if you are a team leader, <laughs> if you are looking to hire an assistant, if you are on a in a brokerage where you get incentivized to recruit, okay, you are in the agent business, by the way. So having conversations with other real estate agents is an important thing, okay? Plus, you guys, having conversations with other real estate agents, how many of you like referrals? I love referrals. Like, my, you guys have sent me so many referrals this year. I'm like, yeah, it's been great. It's been awesome. I love referrals, right? And so those comments, if you have other agents who are commenting on your, on your stuff all the, way, all the time, don't get discouraged. Keep those conversations going because that's going to turn into a referral. Or if, like I said, if you're in the agent business, it could turn into 
helping them in some way, shape, or form as an agent. Um, Isabel asks, do you add hashtags on Instagram stories? No. I mean, sometimes, but no. Instagram stories, hashtags don't really, um, they're not really a a need for them. Uh, Instagram stories, the most important thing that I have found is using polls to get engaged, to get people engaged. And the making is something that a lot of people want to comment on too. Like if you get a lot of DMs from your stories, like that, like it'll pop up in more people's stories, right? And Instagram stories are also about like how many you're doing. There's like a number to how many you need to be doing. And the good news is that my workshop coming up on October 12th, Fix My Systems Social Media, we're going to be talking, deep diving into these social strategies and systematizing it so you can actually get consistent business from them. So uh, Milu, do you want to grab the link for that? If you guys are interested, we got a link for you to show you. But that is coming up on October 12th. I'm pretty excited. We just got the beta group launched and we have a little bit more room for a couple more people. Um, but anyway, so the IG story number, you want to have about six to nine stories a day. Six to nine stories a day. That is the name of the game, you guys. How many of you think you can do six to nine stories a day? You can if you systematize it. And guess what? On October 12th, we're going to talk about how to systematize your stories. Oh, but you can. You can absolutely do six to nine. Six to nine, um, uh, Jackie. It will be recorded, but it's only available for those who pay for it. it. Is it is a paid four week workshop? So it's not. This is a this is a paid four week workshop. So you will be able to have the recording if you pay and join us. So the link's right there for you. Um, but yes, you can absolutely post six to nine stories a day, and I'm going to tell you, you guys, doing that. My business has changed. My Instagram engagements, where are we at right now? Are we up like 772% or something on, on engagement on Instagram? It's insane. It's insane. And that engagement translates to more dollars. And I don't know about you, but this market, I'm telling you, we started out this conversation talking about this market and it's shifting and you've got to be able to be in front of people. You've got to be the first person they see. And there's so many different ways to be omnipresent. We hear the word omnipresent. It's like the buzzword, omnipresent, 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 right? It's, it's hard. It's hard to be omnipresent. Is it not? Unless you actually have systems. So if you systematize your content and you systematize your, um, you systematize your, um, you're posting, you systematize and leverage and automate what you're doing on social. It's a lot easier to be omnipresent. It's a lot easier to take time away from that and start putting more time into investing in your database. It's a lot, it's, it takes a lot more. It's a lot easier to then start doing more in, in-person content. It's a lot easier to do more like in-person events. Okay. And by the way, Jackie, it is a four-week workshop. It's four Thursdays. So it starts on October 12th and it's the four Thursdays from there. Because she just said she'll be in a uh, family vacation. Linnea, so, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, I'm driving and I don't know how to write my hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, about the personal Facebook page, I kind of barely use it because, as you know, I'm not so local. I move here. Uh, most of still my friends on my personal page are thousands of miles away. And I said most like, I barely know people here where I am now uh, because, again, I moved here like two and a half years ago. Um, 
So what's the point for me to use my personal page? What's the point? Because you want to build that. It's a really good question. So I actually have a new agent on my team. Uh, She's been with me now for less than 60 days. She's got three deals in the pipeline from social media. And she has 159 people on Facebook. 159 friends. So that's what, that's the point. (laughs) That's why. Because 150, that's a really good conversion rate, you guys. Yes, but the point that's where I'm now, I literally know, let's say, 30 people. So you need to go out and find people in your local community. There's a whole strategy behind that. You need to be active in your Facebook, your local community Facebook groups. You need to be going out in your local community and meeting people. You, if you, do you have kids? Yes, I do, but they don't want to hang out with me anymore. So they so don't want to. Sorry, Patty, I didn't hear that part. Say it one more they time. don't want to hang out with me anymore. I have a teenagers. <laughs> That's fine, but your kids have teachers. Your kids have your kids' friends have moms. Your kids' friends have dads. Your kids' friends have had coaches. Yeah. You have a network. You have a network. So I understand you only moved there two and a half years ago, but you have a network. And I just told you, an agent on my team has three people in the pipeline from 159 friends on on Facebook. So if you can get yourself 159 friends on Facebook, you can get yourself three deals. So it's really easy. Wendy, did you have your hand raised? Yeah. Isabel had a good point. Join the Chamber of Commerce. Great. That's a great idea, Isabel. Yeah. Your local Chamber of Commerce. This one, like your local Rotary. There's a lot of those things out there. Like I would be, I would just start getting on and finding and just putting, you have to put yourself out there. We're in real estate, you guys. We gotta, you can't, you can't hold up. You can't hold up behind the computer all the time. Yeah. So you, you basically said what I was going to say. Um, but yeah, just go into the community groups that are local, you know, your Facebook groups and engage mm-hmm. You know, and if they're wanting to know the best place to take their kid here or, you know, is asking for recommendations, engage with them about it and then and then friend request them after you have a conversation and are chatting with them, you know, and then that's how you're going to make friends in your area. And and then they'll pretty start seeing your content and all their friends will see your content and then it just grows from there. So you just got to start in the groups. You guys, the uh, when I first moved to where I'm at now, uh, like seven years ago, and I got into real estate, and this is before I had joined Krista's program or anything, and I was just like, I was doing video on my own just because I was like, I know video is the thing, right? I had gone to some of the local, uh, my Seattle King County realtors had hosted a, a continuing ed course, and it was a video course, and it was J-Man Manuelos, and I remember this guy, and he like made us get on camera. <laughs> So I had to like learn how to get like active on camera. He was like the one telling us like, you got to go and practice being live, like just go live. He made us all go live on the, um, in the conference. Okay. So that's really where I started learning. Like, Hey, I got to be on video. And so what I had done was I had said, Hey, I need to, I need to like get some other people involved here. Like, how can I help? How can I serve? Cause I've always had that. I've always been a servant. Like that's just, that's just who I am. And I had put in one of my Facebook groups, uh, any other local small business owners here, you want to partner together for a local, for a video. Super easy. I didn't know anybody. I knew nobody in this area. I mean, I moved like, and I mean, I don't know how far away you moved, Petya, but this is, this is farther than I've ever lived. All my people are like 50 miles north of me. So I'm like, I had to build a local sphere because I did not want to be buying, be driving 50 to hundred miles to sell a house all the time. You have to, in the beginning, but I didn't want to do that forever. So the only way I was going to be able to make that happen by, and not do it forever is to actually like build a network locally. 
So I went in, asked any other local small business owners. I got three small business owners to let me do a video with them. This is before I knew anything about actually doing video. I had a friend who's a videographer and now he's like super successful. <laughs> he can't even take my work anymore. <laughs> but he and I used to partner together in the beginning and do a ton of video together. And um, that's actually what happened. I That's how I started building that network. And those three, those three people, small business owners turned into referrals. One of them sent me his father to buy and sell a house. One of them sent me his cousin. One of them sent me their, themselves. Okay. So the, the little tiny things just like you have to put yourself out there. You have to, you have to step outside of your comfort zone and step out of complacency because it is really easy in this business to get complacent. It's easy to get complacent in your content, complacent in your not wanting to prospect, not wanting to pick up the phone. It's easy to get complacent and you don't even realize you're complacent until all of, all of a sudden you look and say, Oh shit, I'm spending way more money than I'm actually making because I'm just trying to bring in so many leads because I don't want to put myself out there and actually call people back or build a network, or throw events, or do things that make me uncomfortable because it's not natural for me. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Uh, someone the other day was like, Linnea, one day I'm going to be an extrovert just like you. Newsflash, I'm actually not an extrovert. No, you don't think I am. If I know you, okay, you will see me and you will say, oh, she's an extrovert, okay? Because I know you. If you see me in a situation where I don't know anybody, you guys, it is really, really, really hard for me to put myself into a situation that I don't know anybody. It's one of the hardest things. I literally have to tell myself, you are confident, you are wise, you are strong, you are fearless, right? I have to tell myself that when I go into situations that I don't know people. I think it's actually called an ambivert. I'm extroverted when I need to be, when, I, when I'm like, you guys will see me at EXPCon. Carol's raising her hand because Carol's the same way. You'll see me at EXPCon and I'll be like, yeah. But it is, if I don't recognize you, I might, I probably won't come say hi. Okay. It's one of those things. So, but the only reason that I've been able to, to do what I do and be able to get where I am is because I like to put myself in uncomfortable situations. I like to be the one who is the dumbest person in the room. I don't like to be the smartest person in the room. And that's the only way that I have been able to get myself to be where I am today. So if you are feeling like you don't know anybody or you're feeling like you have all these limiting beliefs as to why you cannot do it, the answer is that's not true. The answer is you need to do some mental, some mental work around that, some mindset work around that, because you can. You 100% can. I think Sean said a minute ago, I know two people who moved to Colorado and within a year, they, oh yeah, I know two people who moved to Colorado and within a year, knowing no one, they are killing it, likely from social media. Social media is the name of the game in 2023 real estate. I was just talking to another, I got interviewed on a podcast the other day. And these are, this is a marketing podcast. These are, these are marketers. It is a, it's a marketing mastermind. And he said to me, he's like, the interview, the host, he was like, you know, we've had other real estate agents on here before. And none of them ever talk about social media like you do. What would you say to all those real estate agents out there who don't believe in the power of social media? And I said, well, how much, how often, how long, how many hours are you working? How much are you spending? 
how many deals are you closing and how many hours are you have to work to close those deals. So going back to the power of social media, you guys, one simple strategy that I just showed you today, the open house social strategy, I encourage you to implement that immediately. Put your own spin on it, find how it works for you. But I encourage you to do that because you're going to be surprised at how many people are going to start following you. We, we get so many people now. And now I get people who are like, hey, what houses are you going to go look at this week? People actually message that. They're kind of excited about it because we've been doing it every single week. It's consistent. Okay. It's consistent. We don't, you, you can't just do it once and be like, oh, it didn't work. You got to keep doing it. And so sometimes I'm like, God, do people really want to see that? I'm like, yeah, we want to see that. Like we had a typo in one of our options one time. And someone's like, you have a typo again. Ha ha ha. And we're like, oh yeah. So they're actually watching, right? They're actually watching. Okay. So it's like, you got to remember, like people want that. So if you guys can implement this one strategy, this virtual open house strategy, I encourage you to do it. It's going to make a massive impact on your business. And if you want to know more about my social strategies and how I systematize it and how I stay consistent and how I've done what I've done, I'm going to be diving super, super, super deep, giving you my exact strategy, my exact worksheets, my exact plans in my four-week workshop coming up on October 12th. And Milo's going to paste the link one more time. Uh, Alex, you can work it yourself. Um, I do have VAs, but I will also give you some insights onto how to hire VAs uh, to make it work for you. You could do it with one VA. But yeah, you can do it yourself as well. So just it's just systematizing and organizing it. So, okay, you guys. Thank you, everybody. Mila, can you put the link in one more time just in case? And um, we will go from there. You know how to get a hold of me if you have any questions. And thank you all for being here uh, after being in the ER with my dog till 1.30. I needed some some good energy. So thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thanks, Malia. Awesome. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.